Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another Sounds of Um. This is your host, Monique Esberry. So we're going to talk. Um, we've got a lot of different issues that are currently going on in this country. Right now, we have the war going on in Israel. We've got war, we've got interwars going on in this country and an immigration issue and um, other problems. OK, so. I did it, you know, I spoke about the. I will continue speaking about the immigration problem because my biggest concern about this is I, I personally have experienced racism from more Latinos than I have actual white people. So the reason why you, you may hear me talk about this often is because I, I I'm almost I'm, I'm very afraid of what is getting ready to, to, to happen if, you know, when I say racism, I'm talking about disrespect, you know, arrogance, um, you know, uh, directors and managers har being um, harassing me, for example, or talking about me in Spanish. And luckily, I know some Spanish, so I know what you're, you know, what has been said. Um, I, I, th this is something where people don't want to talk about the racist Latino. I will. I didn't even expect to talk about this today, but I just meditate. I'm like, okay, what should I really hone in on today? Because people, you're going to have to teach your children how to defend yourselves against um, racist Latino kids and also other Latinos that are racist. Now, now are all Latinos racist? Of course they're not. But I'm, I'm only talking about the ones that are. Okay, so if you get all sensitive, please leave my channel now. Okay. Even even my turtle, he's not in the mood. He's like he's like, yeah. Actually, he really wants a cricket. That's what he's doing. He's like, okay. He hears the cricket and I won't give him another one. So, how do you empower your your young your young person when they're going to be in classrooms with mostly Latinos? Like I actually went to school with all Latinos. I was the only black person in class in elementary school. Could you imagine how, how that was for me? That's why I that's why I expose things because Latino children can be extremely racist because they learn it from their parents. So if you're already dealing with a race like racism in general, you have we may have a racist black family that doesn't like your skin color. They may not like your hair texture. They may be black as the night, but they, they hate you because of how you look. They hate your nose. They hate all of these things. So the racism is a is a disease. It's a mental health issue. It's a public health crisis. And it's something that um, contaminates um, many human beings' mind. It's just how it is. And so, but now when we're dealing with this issue, black people are finally waking up because you're seeing how America really, really doesn't care about our existence, even though we are the reason for the season. Our ancestors built this country. I will, um, and you want to remove the truth out of history? Well, thank God for, thank God for the internet, because we don't need your stupid textbooks. If if you want to remove the uh, history out of school, guess what? You can find the truth online. Okay, speaking of online, um, before we get into how to teach your children to defend themselves against racist comments, um, actually, I'm just going to go into that now. So a lot of times, like a little black girl, for example, will go to school with her hair and braids and the racism can actually come from any race. But uh, but if she, she is dealing with um, bullying from not just Latinos, maybe I'll just make this like open, like an open book. Anybody being racist towards this young child, this is what you tell her. So she goes to school with her braids, you know, and her pretty barrettes. And then they start saying like, I remember I got called Medusa when I was when I was growing up um, because when I would swing on the monkey bars, the my hair would would swing and for some reason the kids just called me names and they thought it was weird and why does your hair do that why is your hair so curly 
why is your hair so, you know, so, um, inst so what you do is you want to teach your, your child to, to have self pride and love on about every part of their, their vessel. So if someone says, why is your hair like that? You just tell the, tell your daughter, because I am a queen. This is how queens look. Oh, what do you mean you're a queen? Well, I'm, I'm a queen. I'm a young, I'm a young queen. That, that's all you need. To, that's all they need to say. Well, why is your hair curly? You can say, because I'm a daughter of the sun. I'm, 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 they're not going to understand that. And that's good. Leave it at that. Because when Jimmy or uh, Katie, when they get older, they're going to remember what you said to them and it's going to burn in their brain. And when they become a, an adult and then they're going to be like, dang, I think they're like, there's something special about those black people. This, she told me she was like connected to the sun. Is that why their skin is dark? Is that, you know, so I'm just saying like real talk, give them bullets, like verbal bullets, not real bullets, people, please. Verbal bullets to, to defend themselves because they're going to go under attack. When young, when young children see that black children see that, that, um, they're last in, in the preferential line, preferential treatment line, they're last. They were, they were already probably last, or maybe they were at one point first. Now they are pushed to the back of the bus because Pedro and the other Latin little kids, they're going to be getting the, the treat, the preferential treatment and may take your child's seat from them. Okay. So, um, you need to help them understand what's happening in a, in a way that they don't feel that there's something wrong with them because that's, that's actually seeing what I'm seeing going on in this country and how, how they are getting preferential treatment is, is disturbing me. I can't imagine a child who doesn't understand what I understand, how they could cope with that. They'll just feel like, like they'll have a small vision of themselves. So the impact of, of what Joe Biden and the administration here in this country is showing us is that they don't care and they never did. But this is really selling, telling us this. Um, if if they can offer up billions of dollars to to mitigate and help this immigration crisis in New York as a solution, then why the fuck haven't you guys given us reparations? If you can if you can if you can find money out of a hat to to pay uh, the drug cartel, you don't know what, how, what the hell's going on. If you can come up with a billion dollars to solve a problem, why didn't you solve the problem with reparations that we are still owed? You think that, do, I'm just letting you guys know, do, there is a, there is vengeance coming. There is a vengeance coming to planet earth. And the vengeance may come from another galaxy or it could come from underneath the earth. But you guys, it's coming. In, in some places, it's already here. There is, there is a spiritual unrest that is actually happening to this planet. It's a spiritual unrest where there's ancestors very, 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 very angry about what is happening here. Because it is unjust. Okay. So now it's about protecting our, our mental health and, and helping our kids to, and our and our teenagers and our college students who already face discrimination. Now they're feeling like, well, what, what about us? So this is why it's important to know your history. When you know your history, you know your self-worth. You weren't just a slave with no brain. Yes, a bossa, and you don't know nothing. That's the image that they wanted to put out there in the media during um, the 1930s when silent films came out. In fact, um, during the Renaissance era, that was during the Renaissance era, many black people uh, were, were speaking out against the um, Jim Crow laws. 
And for some of you that don't know what Jim Crow it was and still continues till today, there are systematic laws that forbid black people to do certain things. And then you will be harshly, harshly punished, like going into certain neighborhoods after a certain time, you know, drinking at certain water fountains. We still have Jim Crow laws because it's called redistrict, like when redistricting i'm not great at pronouncing certain words but rezoning for example and redlining is a form of a post jim crow law you know you're it's it's a systematic a systematic racism is real institutional racism is what they call it now and they can't just go out and lynch people but they they are lynching people okay so embracing embracing who we are, our hair texture, our skin. Many Latinos are afraid of ever getting tanned. They, in fact, don't want to get tanned. They want to be as they 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 want to rock our 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 clothes. Maybe have a little curly hair. Some of them, but they don't want to be you. They don't want nothing to do with you. So you have to let your your child know when when when. There's a group at, in school and they totally left you out and all these, the Spanish kids are here and the white kids are here and the Asian, and you're like completely just left out. You were already left out. Now you're really left out. You need to have this conversation with them. They need to know that their ancestors already went through this and survived. Not only did they survive, but they thrived. How did they thrive? They, they started their own businesses, young people. Young inventors at the age of eight, nine, ten. You teach them how to use their mind because they're going to have to do that to fight against what is what is present right now. The other thing that's getting ready to impact um, our young people as well as the rest of us is uh, artificial intelligence. Somehow, whatever brainiac idiot that created this you know, like way up in the clouds of 1%, it, it's a way to, with the algorithms, they, they can literally throw you in jail and you could be an innocent person. It's just based on what the computer picked up. The computer now is, is, is law. It may not have proof, but the algorithm has become the new law. And that's what's very frightening. So, you may not get accepted into certain colleges. Um, you may not get certain positions. Be, and and that's why I don't even put my race down, you know, half the time. Because when you put your race in, what if a company sets it up where if certain keywords are actually input into the, into their algorithm it'll kick out the application. So if you put that like black, like I don't want black, if you don't have education, if you don't have this set of experience, kick this application out. That's what's happening. Who said a business doesn't have the capabilities of doing that? And who said they have the integrity to, to, to actually do the right thing? How many unscrupulous businesses operate around the world? that overwork people of all races, that don't care about the elderly, work you to the bone. Who is to say that they, they won't do that? They already are. So the other issue that our young people are gonna face is um, just the, I think the social isolation, that's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing, I'm channeling from the spirits, social isolation is gonna be a big issue. For your young your young person there's somebody listening to me now that's feeling that already they're feeling marginalized and when a child experiences this whether they're in high school whether they're in elementary school or college they begin to have um a lack of self-love self-efficacy efficacy is like a you know just a, a feeling of value you know that that begins to to diminish and once that diminishes, you're in trouble. When um, I would encourage our um, young person to learn different languages, 
if you're a stay-at-home mom and um and and you you want your child to learn some different languages go ahead and t get them in spanish you know the reason why i went to south america it wasn't because i was in love with like the latino culture like that i think it's a in many ways it, it's an interesting culture especially the afro um latino piece the ones that that are true to their afro heritage and not ashamed and not trying to be accepted by the spanish okay because I, I i'll call stuff out most people don't want to call out and i don't even care aren't you getting tired of shucking and jiving with people listening to like Aren't you tired of listening to lies or people skating around issues? No. I don't re I don't respect racist people at all. It doesn't even make sense. It's dumb. It's to me it's stupid. The race thing is dumb. But the fact is it's the reality that we have to deal with. So you know, teach get them involved in learning Spanish. Now, I got tired of being talked about that's why I learned Spanish. And the next language I want to learn is some is I don't even go get pedicures like that because I'm sick of being sick of that, too. I'm not going to throw away all my money and keep enriching you guys. I'm not going to do that. You know, like I, I'll get them every now and then. But I, I used to always go get pedicures. And then I, I learned when I worked for the um, governor's office, it shocked me that the Asian the small business um, population for Asians, they, they have like, they, they, so on the average, um, Asians average about two to th two to four million dollars annually in, in sales. I mean, in revenue sales is different in, in actually, um, profit in profit. So that's like your take home. That's how much they're, they're averaging. When you break down, that's Asians. Latinos, it's it's less than that. I want to say what was what was it about a half a million to a million dollars, and the black people, I don't even want to tell you the number. Hundred thousand, it's like two hundred thousand. It was so small. It's a very very low number, and so uh, as a small business, that's like our average. So that means the majority of black owned businesses are really struggling. Um, yes, there are black millionaires, many, and that number may not be all the way accurate because, you know, things have changed and people don't always participate in, in these re research studies. So, so what the numbers I quoted you could be actually very different, but the fact is, is if, if the, if the Asians come here and they can set up shop and they have a country, country to go back to. Then who who has more more economic power? And that's the issue here. People come here and they have countries to go back to, to enrich. They come here and take like an energy vampire, and then they go back to their countries and enrich their and enrich their people. But you will rarely see an Asian hire a black person. You need to ask yourself that. Hey, Asian, you, yeah, you. Why don't you hire black people? Oh, yeah, because you were told that we're dirty, we're poor, we stink, we're harlots, we're like, get, you know, it's like all the whole list of stereotypes. It's the same thing with Africans that come over here. They have stereotypes against black people, too. Everyone does. But yet you're here. Now you're here in my country. Okay, you want to say it's your country? Well, you better respect me too. Okay, because you don't get to come here, claim this is your country and be disrespectful to the people that have already been here. So another thing, you empower your young person to uh, study, uh, study black inventors. Study how Madam C.J. Walker became a self-made millionaire. There, there were already millionaires uh, black millionaires during slavery. I didn't even know that. Okay, so there was an aristocratic population of black people during slavery that were not slaves. They were free black men and women who had dogs, cats, land. Some of them even owned slaves. 
okay? Your young people, they need to know that. So when they walk in the room and they see those icy stairs, they walk with confidence because they already know the game. You need to prep them. When someone, when you go into a, a classroom or even if you're an adult and you walk in and everyone's giving you these mean stares, just let them know they're probably jealous of you. They probably are intimidated by you because they know you're really smart, little Keisha. They know you're really smart, you know, Tyrone. I'm just making up names. Keith, black names, Rashad. Like, I don't care who the name is. You empower them with self-esteem. But when you are, if you're the parent and you're too busy, you know, you're still listening to, to I call it death tunes. You're listening to music that, that your children shouldn't even be listening to. X-rated lyrics and murder murder based lyrics what and that's all and you're not really feeding your mind like you listen to that but you're not feeding your mind anything outside of that like i know some people do you're into this love and hip-hop and just low vibrational um cookie cutter stuff you're gonna get like swept away and that's actually what's already happening you're getting swept into this into the dust you are already dust like some of you are, and you wouldn't even be listening to this podcast because you, you, I would make you uncomfortable. But if you know someone that is in this category, then you need to t tell them some information here because they're not going to want to listen to this. You're sitting on your butt, like actually on Section 8, and you're not even doing anything with the time that you have to better yourself, to go back to school. Now, some people are went from section eight to making eight figures. Okay. Yes. And there's black people like that, but that's not who I'm talking about right now. I'm talking about this culture that we have that is, is somewhat, it has become so complacent. And what's happened is we're getting these wake up calls that, Oh shoot. Another, another, we keep getting killed by police officers. Oh, you know, 911, yeah, I'm hearing a lady scream. She's getting beat up. Can you please come? And then you have a dumb dispatcher on the other line. Just because, like, if you're a black woman, for example, and you call 911, and you have, and they know you're black, they may not respond to you. And it could be another black woman on the other end, on the other end doing that to you. Because I've I seen an episode where a black woman was getting killed or beat up and the dispatcher would she would not even deploy anyone to go help her. And it's because she didn't even feel sorry. She has so much self-hatred. And I knew when I seen her, I said, I bet you that that dispatcher went through domestic violence. And sure enough, she did. And that's the reason why she wouldn't help her because she goes, well, I, I'm a survivor. I went through that, too. Well, why didn't you do anything to save her life? See, so those are those triggers. And that's what keeps our community in bondage when we have so much self-hatred. And, and when we see another black person in distress, instead of helping them, we, we, we put our foot down on their neck until they can't breathe. And then we can't even blame anybody but ourselves. Okay, so... Yeah, so sleep, just sleeping away. And um, some of you, I'm, I'm hearing you're going through some stuff at work, okay? And you're getting harassed by somebody in your office. Um, and I'm seeing somebody harassing you at the break. You know how you have the breaks? So in the kitchen area, you're getting harassed, so I'll tell you my experience. When I worked for the governor's office, I worked for the Office of Economic Development and International Trade. And I remember, you know, like I, I would go and make coffee. Every time, every time I went into the went into the break room, everyone's like, like, why are you watching me? 
And then suddenly everybody's coming in the break room because they're scared. I'm going to touch something. And she's going to, she's going to touch her. She's going to put her black hands on my stuff. She's going to do that. Okay. And what, what the office of economic development uh, didn't understand in the state of Colorado is that, um, I worked with, I was the only black woman with a team of Latinos. It wasn't a big team. And they, oh my God, I got, it, it was hell. I mean, I'm recovering from this. It was hell. That harsh, you ever meet a just racist, and I'm going to call you out because I'm going to take your racism by the neck. And I'm going to yank it like that chicken, you know, yank a chicken. I'm going to take that racism by the neck and I'll put it around your neck. Okay. And, um. I won't say what all that I want to say because I'll probably get censored, but I'm, I'm going to expose it because it does impact black people. But black people are too afraid to talk about how you guys, many of you are very abusive and you are very racist to black people. And. Um, yep, didn't want to go there. So. The, the, the issue is. When the black man, not all black men, but when the black man raps in his in his little cheap in his cheap lyrics, I got the the Asian Latina and I and I would do this and I like her. I mean, I've heard some such self hatred in in rap lyrics about really about how you don't like black women or how you think other like a other race other ethnic groups are beautiful or in your music videos you don't even have a black woman well what? you're the idiot how do you expect us to be protected oh you don't because you don't care okay so you're 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 useless to our community you're useless to me you're like walking around like a headless damn chicken you are a weak foe to me you have so the the nice thing is Black men that have seen me like that, have that mentality. And then, and then they see me, they're like all into, no, 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 no. They'll be all into me now. First of all, I'm married now. You, but what happened years ago? How, oh, you know what a queen is. Oh, you're witnessing a queen. You never seen one before. Yeah, you have. You just didn't value them when you did see them. Now it's too late. So when you when you do that, you, you let the Latina women think that they're superior. Yay, I know some of you are so happy I'm talking about this. The Latina women think that they're superior to the black woman or the white woman thinking she's superior to the black woman. The Asian woman thinks she's superior to the black woman because you, you mofo, you are putting the black woman down. Not only in your lyrics, in your preference. So that's why I tell black women, don't get stuck with just dating a black, like just black men. If you want a black man, date a black man from a different country like I did. But don't get stuck. There's black men all over the world. And if you don't want a black man, date a man that respects you and loves you. Just like they're going out of their race. You do the same thing. I have my stepdad is white. I don't even care because my mom, as beautiful as she is, wasn't getting the respect that she really deserved as a black queen. So I'm telling you, go with who is going to respect you. If it's a black man here in America, do it. If it's another man, whatever. So when you guys do that, and I'm going to call out that, I'm sick of it. I hate it. I grew up here in Colorado with that shit. Well, you're pretty for a dark skinned girl. I like them light and this and that. I like light skin. Shut up. Shut up. You know how dumb you sound? You are, you are the, like, has your brain been that, like, sabotaged? Where you're, yeah. And the answer, the answer, my friend, is yes. I like them, what is it, Puerto Rican and body dee get jiggy dee but do you hear the the Latin the Latin man, the white man, the Indian man? Do you hear him saying that about us? 
He's not going to do that because he has an allegiance. See, this is what the black man doesn't understand or he, he lost that ability because we've been indoctrinated in oppression and, and religion that you you have to for your to to sustain a community to sustain um yeah a race you you have to be loyal to that race okay so the so those men from those other races they will shield their 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 women from things like you they'll they'll they don't even want you near their women many of them but you don't shield us. So when you don't shield your own woman, that makes you actually look like a very weak man. When you marry outside of your race, fine. But when you talk, when you talk about a black woman to your, your Indian, whatever the hell you are with, Latino, like, I mean, Latina, Whoever you're with and you say, oh, I can't, those black women, they're this, they're that. And you're telling a woman from a different race, all these bad stuff about black women. That's the reason why a lot of those women walk around and they look down on black women or they say, oh, I know your secrets. Oh, well, I got, I got your man. Oh, because I'm better than you. That's not even true. And boo, let me tell you something. If you're with a black man. Just because you sleep with a black man doesn't mean you understand the black community or the race. Understand that because you will get checked by me or an ancestor that may show up in a dream or at the foot of your bed in the middle of the night. You better stop that behavior. Because don't don't do that because because you'd have to take everything with you. you. You you sleep with a black man and you take on that, then you better take on the legacy of pain the legacy of, of slavery, the legacy of sorrow and, and the, the, the good and the bad that comes with what we have dealt with in this country. But don't don't be all arrogant because I know many because I'm from Colorado and it's common to see biracial relationships. But when that woman is looking down on the black woman because your dumbass is up here saying bad things about your 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 own mother so a lot of you may may not like your moms you know which is sad but the hip-hop and i blame i blame music because music has is one of the one of the main issues has has created this culture it's the culture it's created this culture of you know it's it's the culture guys like what culture we need to reset our our culture if you date outside your race you still need to honor where you came from but having a self-hatred is only making you diluted and and that person that you're with is actually taking your essence and you're just gonna walk around like tiger wood like i see a lot of people they may look like me but in the head they're just an empty hollowed out vessel Meanwhile, your partner got more soul than you. Why? Because you gave it to him. So, you know, these are these are just facts. So it's an assault against the black woman. And um, when we when we when we cry, when we scream, when we shout. Shh, calm down. I remember um, I got mad at something. My director's like. I wasn't even mad. Like, I wasn't like, yaga, yaga. I was unprofessional. He was like, calm down. I'm like, I'm not even, I haven't even raised my voice. And the reason why you're scared of the black woman's voice is because, you know, a lot of times it's the voice of truth and the truth will light your ass up. And you don't want to hear it. When a black woman is angry about something, that is truthful she will light you up and you don't want to hear it so what do you say oh she's masculine you you guys want to create these things about us and our daughters our, our young girls oh she deserved to get um abducted oh she oh like this young lady um i don't remember her name 
but she went missing from this hotel. Actually, so many, there's so many stories. Like, like she disappears, nobody finds, the, the camera shows like she's in the hotel, but then she just disappears. Or one young lady, like somehow ends up in a freezer at another hotel. How does she end up in the freezer? Stuff like that. And nobody cares. And that's the reason why the earth is falling apart. Because the experience that the earth is going through is a, a parallel experience of the black woman. People want to take our essence, our like the that the butt, these fake butts and stuff. The tanning salons is one of the biggest insults I have ever seen. But yet they exist on every corner. How dare you? You go get a tan, but you're just as racist as pie. How dare you? So it's almost as the, what I'm trying to tell you guys is they're trying to phase out black people. They don't want us here. Subconsciously or unconsciously. Now, there's some people that that don't care about what I'm saying because it doesn't you're, you're like, I love black people. I'm not like that. You're right. But the people that do think like that, I'm calling you out. You'll take our music. Put it behind a commercial. You'll know how to sing sounding quote unquote black. That's because you have black in you. You may look white, but you still do. Just because you, you know, the white people, Latin, everybody sound, can sound like a black person now. So they're like, well, we don't need you. We, we can sing like you now. We can imitate you, sing like you. We don't really need you. Wear your clothes, your style. You go to any part of the world and you, when I, when I went to South America, I went to Peru everybody was doing the Michael Jackson dance when they saw me. In fact, when I was at the airport, it was me, it was my student group, but it was me and two other black um, young ladies. And I'm not kidding when I tell you this, but people inside of the airport start, got on their knees and started bowing down to us. I had, ne I was like, what's going on? Because they knew the history of the of the black people that were already in South America thousands of years ago. I actually went to one of the museum I went I saw I did cuz I was a history international studies major major history. So all we did was visit museums. And in every museum I went to from Peru to Chile to Argentina, I saw black mummified people in 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 the glass in those glass tombs. In every museum, they were black people. That's why, this is why I speak out on what I do. They had hair just like mine. They had locks. They had afro. They had like wiry hair, black skin. And so the people in Peru knew. They said, they're back. They have returned. You know, there's even prophecies about, um, higher beings ascending back and onto earth at different phases in, in life and history to, to teach humanity uh, the truth and how, and how to live holistically, how, how not to be at war with each other. Do you think I want to spend my time always talking about this? Sadly, I have to. It's something I've been called to do. So when you don't know your history and, 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 and you walk into a room with a bunch of racist people, especially the Latin group, some of the Latin group, it's not everybody. And I know this, but I'm, that's, I'm addressing the some today in um, the, in the, in the disrespect, this is a, this is something very important to, to talk about. So as a community, we have to teach our young people how to, to, to gear up to fight um, verbally and to help our young people to know that their genitalia 
their bodies are not what makes them whole. Our young boys thinking that they have to grab their penises. They have to go in and, 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 and um, be nasty. Then there's a lot of young boys that don't want to do those things. That they rap about it in, in songs. The, the black culture, it's, it looks like to the world that we're all about sex. That all comes from slavery, breeding grounds. This bullshit I'm seeing with Nick, it, you know, and I, as a, as a one entrepreneur to another, I have respect for you, Nick, Nicki Minaj, because I think you're very talented. I hate your, I hate the last part of your Minaj part too, by the way. I think you're very talented. Megan, you're talented. Cardi, you're talented. But is talent enough to 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 transform a nation with the type of things that you put out there when you don't want to take responsibility because you're not a role model? Is that enough? The same dance and gyrating you do on stage, they did that back um during slavery. Did you know those women and men back then used to sing on stage, gyrating and shaking their butts so so to to discover who's going to who's going to buy them? Who's going to buy me? You think those black men and women wanted to do that? No, that was a part of what they were forced to do. They would that somebody would play the violin and make those slaves dance on stage. Did you know that? Shake your booty. Some of them didn't even have clothes on. Just naked. And they didn't want to do that. It was for survival or they would get killed. They would get sold. And here you are doing it because you don't even know your worth. You are beautiful queens. No, I'm not going to call you a queen. I'm sorry. That that title is reserved for women that black women that in this context of a conversation because there's queens of all races but in my in this discussion i'm talking about the matriarchal power that will sustain a community and that will teach the principles of healthy holistic living and in, in, in a way where you're you're walking away with self-esteem and pride and, and teaching the next generation how to survive. What are you doing? If my ancestors came back today, you all would be pulverized with truth. You would feel so ashamed if you knew what my ancestors, your ancestors had to do. They had to sell their body. They, they, our bodies were not our own. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Our bodies did not belong to us. And in the mind, it's still that way. Your you you your body has been objectified in rap music. Objectified, you are an object. There's nothing sacred about what you rap about. It's nothing sacred. It's just an you're an object, so somebody can go jack off to, or go 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 and do something stupid to another woman. Or go and assault another woman or a young girl or abduct her because of your bullshit ass lyrics. I'm mad about this. I, I've been mad for many years. I've done I've done that research. If you watch my other video on um, queen bees and female uh, MCs at University of Michigan, and I spoke at a symposium, and I have content analysis on the number of times women like MCs, um Radiga, Rod, Radiga, Bahamadia, Queen Latifah versus, you know, Little Kim, you know, Foxy Brown and how they the differences in which and how they they presented themselves and what they were saying in their lyrics. And how they talked about and once one group talked about female empowerment and the other group of women was talked all about objectifying your body in exchange for, for money and gain. That's nothing more than prostitution. And it's fine if you want to prostitute, but know what comes with prostitution. If you don't have a choice but to prostitute, I, I, I understand that. I know that there's black women right now in situations they don't want to be in. You're in the situation like Cassidy, who had to deal with Puffy's dumbass, And I really feel compassion for her. 
because she did sue his ass and she's speaking out and she 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 was used up like a rag doll. Do you know what kind of psychological what that's doing to her mentally? How how does how can she survive that intimacy now? Like how can she go? I don't know. That's not my mind. But that's a hard life. So what I'm saying is we have to be responsible for what we put out there and how we we impact the community. Um you know, there's there's good and bad with everything, but I, I, I'm like, because our community is under siege, I can't focus all my attention on the war in Israel. I know that this is bad. There's there's um, a femicide going on in, in the continent of Africa where black women are just getting killed by their wife, their brothers, their, their husbands, daddy, just killing them for no reason. So the so the value of a, of a black woman has been diminished globally. You'll go to parts in, in the in the UK or different parts of the world, and guess what they do? They're playing Nicki Minaj or or Cardi B. They're playing like your videos in a public place, in in like a public square where there's children, there's everybody, and guess what? When that immigrant comes to America, they say, ooh, those black women, ooh, those black women, you don't want to talk to the black people. Ooh, look at how, ooh, they're nasty. Who, who is allowing that to go into, on the airwaves in your country? Who is allowing these videos to be streamed in, in a public view? You are making us look like straight fucking trash. And I have to speak out because that does not represent me. It doesn't represent the many queens that I know, the many young daughters that are trying to make a difference. It does not represent us. So it's the money that sells people out. And that's the problem. Okay, people, so... um I'll be back with some more. I've I've got some more um, information because I'm gonna I'm gonna dig a little deeper with this issue with um, Puffy at Clive Davis and um, just how the music industry has created this very unhealthy culture that is literally killing us in ways I didn't even think. They don't even have to go um, the powers that be. They don't even have to hire a hitman to kill us because we kill ourselves just like a walking uh, like a blind ass like just somebody with no vision no nothing it's the hollowed out ass head so this is a, a, a important topic and it is time to start re, uh, the rebuild if you have to fall flat on your face and start all your life again you do it but you don't have to ladies you don't have to prostitute yourself i'm i'm getting goosebumps you don't have to prostitute yourself to survive no you don't no you don't you go you you stop trying to do be blingy i got to have this got to have that why who why you are you already are royal Royalties inside of you. Business ideas live and thrive inside of you. You haven't even tapped into that. That's where the money's at. It's starting your own business. And once you have a business, it you know, you still have to be careful because this industry has perverted the minds of so many unfortunate um, men. They can't even control their impulses. They sit and look at their phone, not just men, men and women. And you, that's all you see is sex all damn day. And if you have a problem that you can't control yourself, you're going to, you're going to, that's what's been happening to so many, so many young black women. You're, uh, you're on social media and you're posting, which it's like, it's, it's fine. Cause I mean, do you think, but you don't know who's looking at you. You can't want attention that bad because 
you don't know who's looking at you. And I have to say this because every day there are black women getting killed every day. And what I've been seeing in my research, they're all posting all these crazy ass pictures. You got a crazy boyfriend. You got a crazy ex-husband who's jealous of you because you're putting your whole body out there. You got children and all this other stuff. And next thing you know, you're dead. Like you got murdered, you got shot. No regard for you. No, no respect for you, your ambition, your dreams. It's in the mind. Your mind is your weapon. Your mind has the power. Your mind has the royalty. Your mind has, has the intellect. Your mind has the jewels. Not down here. Not this sacred vessel. You don't want to just pull, like contaminate your body to the point where you got a stalker chasing you. Technology is, you know, this is what we're up against. Okay, so the walls in 2024, we're in 2024, they're about to start coming down. And the shaking up of things is only going to get worse. So some of you thought, oh, things are going to get better. They're going to get better. You think every year is going to be a better year. I'm, I'm sorry to disappoint you. Heaven is in the mind. It's not getting physically, materialistically better. And, and I mean, look what's going on. It, has it gotten better since COVID? No. Now we're in a recession. Now we have AI that's getting ready to take a bunch of jobs away from people and systematically eliminate black people. Is it better? So heaven is in the mind. Your worth is in your mind. And if you want this generation to be saved, Unfortunately, we can't save everybody because I, I can't. N neither can you. But what we can do is talk about these issues. And if you are a non-black person, which I have a lot of non-black people that listen to my watch my channel, then you need to see how am I playing a role in what she is saying? How can I make a difference? How can I be more respectful to black people? Knowing I have the upper hand in things, knowing that I'm a, a privileged person, knowing that more white men listen to rap than anyone else. Did you know that? Like, it's kind of an old statistic, but more white men actually are the biggest consumers of hip hop. So if that is the case, then look at the story. Which brings me to our next episode on um Clive, we're going to talk about um, Clive Davis, Justin Bieber, and pedophilia in this next episode. And Puffy, thank you.